Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I said earlier that we would be speaking to um, a female bodybuilder about um, her extreme hobby of professional weightlifting. Good morning, Neve. Hi, Fiona. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, Neve. <laughs> First of all, what got like? Why? Why did you get into female bodybuilding? Because it's not something that you would normally associate w- with women, really, is it? Um, I suppose that's probably something that, like, that was definitely a perception in the past. Um, but I think that, like, definitely over the last couple of years since I started, anyway, it's um, it's definitely been like a grow a growing sport um in Ireland over the last few years. So, yeah, I suppose um, I suppose I'll start with the prefix that I've always been kind of a competitive person. Like, right. uh, like the, the concept of a fun run was never fun to me in school. Like, you know, took it very seriously. But um, yeah. yeah I I suppose about six years ago, um, I had kind of been doing. Um, I was I was working as a journalist in Waterford, um, and I had been doing like running and triathlons and stuff at home. Um, but I actually moved to Dublin then for work. Um, yeah, about six years ago, and was living around the corner from a twenty-four hour gym. And as you can imagine, like country girl in the city, I was like, "What is this? <laughs> a twenty-four hour gym?" But um, yeah, so like I could go anytime I wanted. So um, yeah, I started go. I kind of started going more regularly, and I. I suppose like anyone that kind of like I was always kind of tipping around in the gym but never really too seriously I didn't know what I was at I just did exercises I knew how to do you know yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose with that then I kind of like I kind of st- like I'd been kind of like I had seen I had seen girls um, you know and I had, I had heard of it and everything I was really fascinated by it but I was kind of humming and hawing about it for ages and I was like I don't think I'd be able for the diet I don't think I'd be able to make those sacrifices to my lifestyle but I just like I just said you know what you'll never know unless you try so um yeah, I kind of, I just said, you know what, I'll go for it. And I went to, I went about getting a coach in May of 2016. And I actually got on stage in that September and October. So yeah, it was kind of, once I made the decision, then I just went for it. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, obviously you were doing weights in, in the gym and then you yeah. um, got into professional. Like, why did you go professional? Is that just because of your competitive well, <laughs> edge and your competitive well, nature? Well, 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 so I'd love to be professional, but I'm actually not professional and I'm still amateur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I suppose like, um, yeah, they like with but everyone. The goal is event stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I suppose you know, there's a there's a big difference. I suppose between um, you know, like someone that does kind of bodybuilding training for from a lifestyle perspective, which is very popular in Ireland now, and then from a competitive perspective, obviously things get a little bit more serious. Um, you know, like I, like there's no there's no real difference in the training. I suppose I think mm. that like you know maybe the training intensity if you're training competitively is a little bit more serious. You know 
like your programming is very intent and specialized and stuff. But mm. um, I suppose the biggest thing that will determine like, you know, what will determine for competitive bodybuilding, I suppose the ultimate goal is to get as lean as possible, but also maintain muscle mass as well and then fit the category that you are competing in as well. So it's really diet and cardio that will kind of assist you with your weight training to kind of, I suppose that's the kind of difference. With, and I suppose food is probably 80% of what will determine like what is the big difference between competitive and lifestyle um, kind of bodybuilding training. And Eve, how much of this um, takes up, how much of your day is taken up with this? Because you do have, <laughs> you, you work with uh, Hopkins PR in Cork here, don't you? I do. I spin a few plates. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a full-time job and you have this as well. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, and I suppose, and that's always been the case. And I'd say that for the majority of people that do it, that is, that's the case as well. And, um, you know, I suppose it's one of the things that I think that it's kind of taught me, I suppose, is to give, like, to give myself like a very, fairly regimented routine and structure in my life because it has to be, you know, um, a lot that like depending on what kind of, like, you know, if I'm getting ready for a show or whatever, there I could be in in the morning, you know, up at five or six in, in the gym before work to do my cardio and then after work to do my weight training. So like, like the the cardio can vary, like some, mm. some, 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 like not every, every prep for a show is kind of different and sometimes your body will respond faster and sometimes it'll respond slower and you might need more or less cardio. So the cardio can vary, but like, I would say that like, you know, it, it's probably about two, like two hours, two and a half hours, maybe even more. If you take into account, I suppose, posing, which is another element, it could posing. be up to three hours out of your day. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is, this is, this, yeah. This is, this is the thing. Like, you know, you, you have, you, you get like, you know, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get in the shape of my life. That's challenging enough. But now I have to learn this posing style and completely contort myself. Like, and it's yeah. not, they're not natural movements. You have to, you know, so a lot of the time you have to, like, you have to get a posing coach. And the problem with, well, not the problem with it is, but when, it's one of the most important aspects because it doesn't matter what you look like. Because if you can't showcase your physique properly and, you know, like, make your poses flow and everything thing then yeah. you like you won't win like you know so it's like how you move is just as important as what you look like so there's a couple of different bits that like there's like you know it's, it's more than just the weight uh, weight training and the diet I yeah. wish it was just weight training and diet I struggled with the posing when I started yeah I was <laughs> just okay gonna say now. you'd have to have a lot of confidence <laughs> wouldn't you because you're posing yeah. in as well as the the movements and the poses you're in a yeah. bikini as well aren't you so yeah that's it yeah yeah like I, I definitely that's one of the things I suppose that's given me um like over the last few years because I definitely wasn't confident when I started and yeah. I, it was actually it was like my first show was in the UL concert hall and it was where I graduated as well and my feet I felt like my feet were stuck to the floor and I was in a bikini I was like this is actually like a nightmare like <laughs> so yeah, so yeah um, it, it, it took a couple of shows to kind of to get the nerves out of me I was really nervous at the start and um, like like yeah I was really really nervous and it just I, I just kind of got there by just I was like right, I'm really not comfortable with this, but if I keep making myself do it, I'm just going to get comfortable eventually because obviously I loved every other element of it. So I was like, I suppose to my detriment, sometimes I'm kind of pig-headed and stubborn about things. So I'm like, no, no, I'm doing it now. So, <laughs> and can you ever see so, yourself yeah. going professional? Um, I'd love to like it's but it's like I suppose I say that knowing how difficult it is and I suppose trying to juggle like it's you know like um, it, like it, it like it I, I think through COVID and everything like you know obviously I kept like it's a lifestyle to me now like and I'll always train and I'll always eat well and everything but um, 
I suppose COVID kind of gave me the opportunity to have a, a bit more of a balanced lifestyle just in terms of my social life and not to be so meticulous all the time and everything and um, because I think like you know like obviously it, it attracts like more extreme personalities and people are you know like I suppose you, you, you either go all in or you're, you're you know like and you're, like I suppose it kind of att- attracts that kind of type so I think like you know I've become a lot more balanced in my approach to it and I suppose it's as I get older as well and like I know that to kind of you know to really like to try and to turn professional would require like a huge level of sacrifice from my from my personal life and everything and I would lo- like I would love to do it and I, I, I'm like I'm hoping to compete again this summer and I'd say it'll be the last go <laughs> but uh, yeah so it's just trying to I suppose it's nearly like flicking a switch and trying to just have uh, kind of have that kind of single-minded kind of vision that you're like right I like I need to knuckle down now I need to do this but um and what's your family kinda, and I, friends I, make of it all <laughs> um, I remember, I remember, I remember saying it like you know, sitting down and, and saying it to my mom, like, and she didn't, she didn't understand it at the time, and she was like, yeah. "Do you know, like, lads don't like that now, you know, they don't like." It's <laughs> like, it's not, it's not to do with that, but yeah. um, like when when she like when she like when she understood that I wanted to do it, and I, like, and, and and it's the same with my friends as well, like you know, um, I think that people like they don't fully understand it, and like you know, like they they start to understand that this this thing means so much to you like so mm-hmm. you and you're putting so much into it that they always support you then because it's like you know like when something really really matters to you and they see the level of effort that you put in and I suppose the time and dedication that it takes um, like you can't help but be supportive I mean sometimes my sister would be like what's wrong with you are you hungry or something <laughs> is it like and you know fair play to you you're amazing I don't know if I'd have it in me to do it but like is it attainable <laughs> for women you know for, for the majority of us like if we put our minds to it, could we get into the yeah. shape that you're in now? <laughs> <laughs> um, like I like the, I think it's probably one of the most thing like the things that people commonly say, like I could never do that or that wouldn't be me and stuff. But yeah. I was that person as well. I remember thinking like I was like, I'll never be able to like eat like that. I'll never be able to stay in mm. <laughs> every weekend and everything. But really, like I think it's just it's it like it's kind of making a commitment to yourself. If, like if that is the route that you want to go down, yeah. then like anybody can do it it's just taking that commitment now there's a big difference between like you know obviously you can commit to it like I, you know I think the thing about like fitness and exercise and going to the gym and everything is that like you know you have to enjoy it and it has to be sustainable for you too so like yeah. that's definitely something to consider I think like you know like as part of it like like is it attainable to like you know to, to, to go every day and be interested in it and not take it like not take it to a competitive level well that that's completely attainable and I think mm. gyms and stuff like it's never been more accessible or inclusive and stuff you know and there's a couple of different you know like there's not just bodybuilding anymore there's different kind of weight training there's crossfit and then there's powerlifting as well so like there's a couple of different disciplines but it would all incorporate weight training as well so like you know like you don't have to be you can be flexible in your approach as well like you know there's a lot out there and I think there's a lot more education and kind of specialist training and stuff, um, you know, like PTs and everything in Ireland at the moment. So, yeah. Well, Niamh, hopefully you'll have inspired some of us now to go and be a little <laughs> bit more fit in ourselves. So, listen, thank you so much and best of luck with all, with all the competitions that you have this year as well going forward. That was Niamh Drohan. Uh, she works for Hopkins in PR, but she's in an extreme hobby of competitive weightlifting. Thank you very much for joining us on the show this morning, Niamh. Courts 96 FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.